And hello again. This is going to be our fifth uh, negative one shot. I have Motley here with me today. Hello, Motley. Hello. So just before we get started, I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. I've uh, just been kind of running them past everybody as we uh, as we do these. Um, first question, how long have you been playing D&D? Just over a year now. Uh, I just finished my first campaign a couple weeks ago. Ran for just over a year. It was quite a lot of fun. Yeah, I heard. I heard the DM there was uh, was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah, he was. He was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. Uh, exquisitely good looking. Um. <laughs> so they say. Didn't really see him much, but <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figure with, with this one we'll make it a little bit longer because that is actually going to be something that is uh, we kind of want to touch on before we you get onto the game there but the uh the character that you're playing now does have a relation to the player that you are the player but the uh, character you played before correct yes uh grandchild and on definitely we're gonna have to find a way for you to tell our listeners more about uh about ori um i will spend as much time as i am allowed to talking about ori i'm quite fond of her so <laughs> Um, so that's going to lead us into the uh, the second question here, which is, what is your favorite part about D&D so far? Uh, so far, I really enjoyed the, the role-playing aspect. Uh, combat is pretty... I played a fighter in my last campaign, so uh, combat was pretty cool just to get used to, but I really enjoyed the role-playing part of it because it really... I felt like I got to connect with the people I was playing with, but also really got to flesh out my character and, and actually see character arcs that I wasn't expecting kind of play out in front of me, which was really cool. I'm, I'm very fond of getting you to tell me to go fuck myself. So yeah, uh, I'm yeah. expecting that to happen at least a couple times. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a compliment. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is one. So, <laughs> and then, um, Last question is, do you have any hopes or expectations uh, kind of going forward for not just the session, but uh, the campaign as a whole? Uh, I just hope that I can I can hold my own in the campaign. Uh, this is obviously the biggest one that I've ever been a part of mm-hmm. and where I'm playing um, a class I've never played before. Uh, I'm really hoping that I can kind of bring something to the table even though I'm relatively new to the game as a whole Mm -hmm. but I'm also just really looking forward to seeing how different dynamics play out and seeing you know how I interact with not only the different characters but also the different players uh, Mm -hmm. even though I do know a fair few of them. Mm -hmm. Awesome well without any further ado uh, let's get everything ready we'll be back here in a couple minutes. Sounds good. going to start our scene today in Yuridin. Uh in particularly the long house that is home to one of the oldest of this current generation or uh, this 
current uh, iteration of Iridan, uh, one of their oldest residents, kind of their head of security, kind of their resident badass, um, Oradani Helber. So we're going to go to their longhouse, which is one of the biggest buildings in the entirety of this village as it houses their family. So as we kind of go into the interior of this uh, longhouse, it's made out of logs. It's very, very homey, very cottagecore. Or Donnie sits at the head of a table, or uh, sorry, at, the, at, a, at a desk. And they're just uh, kind of going over maps and, and books. And a young descendant of hers walks into the room and Motley, can you describe your character? I sure can. So Sabbath is uh, a tiefling, very light, like lavenderish uh, skin. Horns kind of start towards the back of the head and like curve up in front. Um, not quite like a ram, but like kind of closer to the head. Uh, well-dressed in, you know, like a, a nice trench coat. It's fairly well-maintained. Appears rather nervous, has a very nervous countenance. Uh, to them and their eyes are just solid uh, like grayish silver very yeah just a very a very nervous character very uh, well-maintained kind of fiddles with their hands in front of them as they as they walk and they're just very awestruck by their surroundings at all times so as sabbath walks in to the room ori automatically looks up and her face kind of brightens she has much larger horns that kind of have started to wrap back. Um, her uh, her dark hair is now peppered with uh, white, uh, white and graying hairs. Still very, very much muscular. Definitely don't want to get in a fight with her. Um, many a scar, kind of like a she's kind of wearing like fur armor at most times uh as sabbath walks in uh, she smiles she closes her book and uh she says are you uh, are you ready to go train i suppose if i must be then yes i i know that this this isn't uh quite what you might have had in mind when your uh, your mother left, but uh, I mean, I grew up with my grandparents, and I just want to pass down something or or anything I can to you. So uh, let's uh, let's let's head out back. Grandmother, I love you dearly, but I don't know if this is the right choice for me. I've never been much of a fighter, you know that. Yeah, yeah. You really did, uh, yeah. I just, uh, I had something made for you. I just, I just want to see if it's okay. Very well. So they take you out back and you see Ori has like a, a training uh, field kind of set up uh, 
in the backyard of the longhouse. Um, and I mean a field because there's a lot. Uh, basically anything you can think of for like equipment, uh, sparring, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and there's a couple of other people that are training and sparring around this field. So as she's going out, um, you're following behind her, correct? Yes. Okay. So she takes you out to a weapon stand and she says, now it's not quite like mine. It's a, it should be a little bit lighter, but uh, I thought it was about time to uh, start passing on the legacy. And you see, she pulls out a large Kanabo. It's not quite as big as Ori's. It's a little bit shorter and it's a little bit thinner. And she passes it to you. Oh, goodness. Sabbath kind of reaches out and takes it in both hands, like holding it long ways like a sword. Um, I'm going to need you to do a strength uh, save for me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that is a nine. <laughs> so as, as she passes it to you, you grip it and it's much too heavy and you just, you, you pretty much drop down to your knees with it. <laughs> I told you as they kind of fall down to their knees. Ori tries very hard to keep in a chuckle, but, uh, she just kind of looks down and she's like, well... It was worth a try. Um, this isn't the only thing I have in, in store for us today. Um, do you mind gathering a couple of flowers for me? Very well. Sabbath kind of gets up, uh, sets down the canapo, just leaves it in the in <laughs> the dirt, dusts off their knees, and wanders off towards some flowers. Right, so you you kind of go around and you, you pick up a couple of flowers that uh, grow behind the the, ho- the house. Um, and you see, out of like the corner of your eye, you see Ori pick up the Kanabo with one hand and put it back on the weapons rack. <laughs> you, you see that she, she goes inside for a couple minutes and comes back out with a couple of scrolls and such. And what are we meant to do with those? Well, wanted to go for a little bit more of a, a little bit of a walk. I know you've always been interested about the stories and the tales of of me before, and I know you're not a child anymore. But I was hoping you would listen to them again. I always have time for your stories, grandmother. Let's go. I wanna. I, I would like to go see someone. And Sabbath looks kind of confused. Who are we going to see? Some old friends. Very well. So she brings you with her. Uh, you have your flowers in hand. And you guys go out the front door. First, you go down to the, was essentially the beach. And you see at the beach it's very cold and almost always foggy and the water itself is dyed red on the shore you see a large white boat and it looks like it's been here for a long time 
uh, close to 40, 50 years uh, up on shore. Some of it started to rot. Or he grabs one of the flowers and lays it on the uh, on the broken hull. I hope you don't expect me to get in that. No, I'm just paying my respects, so. To who? Well, the people who brought me here. The people who brought me to you. This is the ghost. We used not this ship, one of the other ships that has been so long. Down in the in the aisles we we would travel to island to island. My good friend Anton was the captain of the ship. I've just I haven't seen them for for so long. I don't know where they've gone or they're even still alive, but I just want to leave a, leave a, a flower for Anton. And I'm going to take another flower. And she takes another flower. She walks a little bit further down the beach um, into kind of like a, a cove, almost like a, a cave there. And inside this, not a dome, essentially a small cave that's kind of like a little inlet um you see that there's two headstones uh one says for uh magda and the other one says for john she lays a flower down uh between the two do you remember the story of, of of john I, I used to tell you many stories about him when you were a child. He was a captain, wasn't he? One of the best. I he wish I could have met him. I, I wish you could have met him too. He was a man who would do anything for love. But he has never had it in him to hurt people. And that if you ever take anything away from any of my stories about John, I want you to take away that you don't have to hurt people in order to make a change. He changed my life, not with violence like almost everyone else, but with love and family. I I never felt like I belonged in my family until I met him and we, we had our own. A found family. It's a little bit stronger than what I had with my blood. He sounds wonderful. He he truly was. And when with that, she uh, walks out. She walks quite a bit into the town and and goes to a small little hut. And she pulls back the curtain on this hut. And it's weird because it's in the middle of town. But she pulls it back, at, uh, the curtain on this, and you just see like a, a blue orb. And what is this? Uh, do you want to roll an arcana? Sure. Four? <laughs> You're not entirely sure uh, at all. You very much are unaware, even though you've kind of passed this a couple times in your daily life here. I've been waiting 
for years to hear back from Whisper that this would be a crystal ball that he would communicate to me with. I've told you about Whisper in the past, correct? Royal history. 17. So you remember that Whisper, he was a Camorian that was able to escape the slaughter of his people uh, and basically waited out 100 years in a alternate pocket dimension, also known as a lamp. Uh, And during his time with your grandmother, eventually became the king of his people, whatever is left of his people, and the last that she has seen of him, it was about 50 years ago when he went on his separate way to try to unite the people that, uh, some of his people that are, are left. She looks over to you and she's like, do you know what's, what I want you to take away from Whisper? I want you to take away hope. Sabbath just nods slowly, very solemn. In the face of adversity, he never gave up and he never stopped being his cheerful self. Even when he was told that he was probably the last one of his kind, he still smiled and he still kept hope. And in some of the most treacherous moments, he stood strong and he stood still. So I want you, I want you to take that lesson with you. I'd like to be like him someday. And behind, behind this, she like pulls the curtain back and behind this, it looks like a guild hall. This guild hall has a red moon as a sigil and Ori just kind of looks over to you and she's like now can't go in they haven't opened their doors there hasn't been anyone to man this guild post for many years but I helped build this post my bare hands one of my best friends her name was Kat Cat is one of the greatest souls I've ever known. A, a hero amongst heroes. Someone who would lay their life on the line to keep others safe. I hope if you learn anything from all of the stories that I have to tell you about Cat, and that I have told you about Cat throughout your, your life as you, know, as you were a child, and she starts to tear up a little bit. I, I want you to know that it's okay to put your faith in other people. And I never want you to give up. Sabbath looks a little thoughtful. Pauses for a long moment. You know, she sounds an awful lot like you, grandmother. I can see why you two were friends. We were. I also, I haven't heard from her in, in so long. I've, I've heard stories of her 
throughout the realm, spreading peace, saving the day here and there. But it's been it's been a good thirty or so years since I've seen seen my best friend Cat. Now, come, we have one more person that we need to visit. Very well. So she takes you kind of almost, you're heading out of town. Um, you see a small stat or a, a small kind of statue along the way. It's a memorial statue and it has a, a centaur and a Medusa um, holding a child. It's just a small statue in the middle of town. But you kind of walk past that on the very far outreach of town and you come to a cemetery and she opens the gate to the cemetery and walks with you to a plot kind of pretty far to the back but it's one of the larger tombstone like tombstones and do you want to roll a perception for me all right Nat 20. Nat 20. So you read it, clearest day. Amity Hellborn. Loving mother, wife, grandmother, healer. And you see that it says that she passed 10 years ago. This is grandma's. And you just, you just see Ori being very quiet. And very kind of solemn. She was the love of my life, and I lost her once, and then I fought through everything, through more than anyone could imagine. I, I walked through hell. I fought gods and men alike. I got her back, and we had, we had time. We had... We had a life and it didn't hurt less when I lost her again, but I knew it was, it was time. She wasn't taken from me this time, but she's waiting. And I just want to teach, if you ever learn anything from me, most importantly, I want you to take just a few things away. Nothing is ever impossible. If you fight for it, if you put in the work for it, you can do it. You can bend the fabric of reality and you can get what you deserve what you love. I also, I, I know that I've been trying to train you and I know that you're not like me. I know you're not strong and you can't fight. And I don't want you to think that I love you any less because of that. My love for you is always going to be unconditional. Sabbath kind of 
tears up and nods really quickly, scrubs at their eyes with the heel of their hand. I love you too, grandmother. I always have. I learned from you what love looks like. And I hope to have a love that, like the one that you had one day. I just, I want you to know that you have, you have strength in your own way, different than mine. And I just want you to know that even, even though we're different, you're still special. You still have, you still have potential. And I have, I have some news for you. I'm ready. I was talking to the mayor and as you know, the, the autumn festival is coming close. And with the festival, he is gathering a group of people to explore and hopefully recruit some people to, to settle here to, to help, you know, with the fields because the fields of, of wheat, they're not, they're not doing well. We can't harvest anywhere close to enough vegetables. Our livestock is shrinking daily. We can't survive here for much longer with the way things are. And he came to me and asked for you to be sent with this party to go throughout the land, throughout the continent, and to bring back whatever you can. I, I didn't tell him yes or no, but it doesn't seem like he'll take no for an answer. I just want to know if you think you're ready for it. What does he want me for? I'm, I'm not sure. Sabbath kind of stops and stares kind of off into the distance for a long moment, taking in everything that Ori has just told him, uh, told them and everything that um, they've learned in the last short while. Mm -hmm. And they just look back to Ori and nod. As, as you're kind of staying there and it's, it's very quiet, you hear another voice. Don't do, worry, do my child. I'll be with you. And I love you too. And you recognize it as the voice of Amity, your grandmother. Oh. Sabbath just kind of looks up and looks around and then looks over at the gravestone. Did you hear that? Or just kind of looks, hear, hear what? Never mind. And they just kind of have a small, contented smile. Now, I'm sorry everything has been so heavy today. Would you like some tea? Would you like to come back to the house and have some tea? I would like that very much. So 
Ori takes you back to the the longhouse and uh, puts tea on the kettle. Uh, it's starting to get dark out. Um, you guys have some tea, settle down, and you you go to bed for the night. Um, as you go to sleep, you go to sleep fairly easily, but you start to kind of drift into the the dreamscape and a face starts to form in your dreams is it a face that i recognize roll in insight it's five you recognize it from somewhere but you can't quite figure out where it is a being very feminine feminine features and it very much looks like you and your family um it has large horns but their horns sprawl out you know five or so feet um off off of her head and there's there's many of them some of them almost look like tentacles and they're almost waving and moving and she has glyphs um cut into the skin on her face and in your dream the only thing that you hear is you can't hide from me forever. Oh, goodness. Um, and then you wake up in a cold sweat. It's still, is it still nighttime? It, it's, it's still nighttime, yes. I should tell someone. So, Sabbath just kind of sits up and looks around. I should, I should tell her. I should tell grandmother. She'd know what to do. She always knows what to do. So it's, it's very late at night and you open the door and your grandmother isn't sitting at her desk anymore, which is usually where you would find her. Even at night, um, she's a little bit of a workaholic. Um, so she's not in the room? Yeah, she's, she's not, from what you see, she's not in the house. Okay. Uh... I go outside. Uh, to the front or back? Um, to the front first. Okay. As you go out front, you're able to walk out and you, you see something on the water. Uh, you, you're not quite sure if it's because you just woke up or whatnot, but it looks very hazy. Um, can you give me a perception check? Yep. 12. So from what you can make out after you look at it for a little bit, you kind of see what almost looks like blue flames on the water. But not like the entire water is on fire, but just like individual pillars of, of you know, small pillars of fire. Um, as you look around, you start to see them on the mainland as well. But uh, upon closer inspection, they're not actually pillars of fire. They're people. And they look like they're dead. Can I speak to them? You can try. Okay. Uh, I will 
throw to whatever one is closest to me. Okay. So you you walk up to um, to one, and it looks like he is a a very old man. And as he turns around, he sees missing half of his bottom jaw. Oh. Hello. What are you doing on my property? And you see, he just lifts his arm and points towards uh, the cemetery. I kind of follow uh, where he's pointing and just look back to him and nod. Thank you very much. He, he just kind of nods and starts walking towards the water. So as, as you kind of make your way towards the 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 cemetery uh, you are heading towards the cemetery right yes okay so as you start heading towards the cemetery you kind of run past a lot of people they're not like they're not really interacting very much with you but they are interacting with each other it's almost like this this village comes alive um with the spirits of the dead at night you see ghostly patrons going to uh, different places in the market and they're conversing with you know the other spirit behind the uh, bar but everything's closed it's very dark and these are the only things that are giving any light for you to see oh dear oh dear oh dear Sabbath just kind of looks back and forth I don't do I see uh, Ori anywhere no oh dear um, can I stop one of the nearest ghosts? Yep. Uh, so you're, you're closer to the cemetery now, but you're not quite there. Okay. Um, you come across another person. This person looks like a, like a farmer and she just looks over at you kind of their head tilted. Then you realize that their head isn't tilted. They just, they don't have much of a neck left. Oh, good heavens. Uh, Hello. What are you? I'm... And she just kind of looks at you. What are you? My name is Sabbath. Am I in danger? I don't pose any danger. Oh, thank goodness. That's a relief. I've never been in real danger before, and I'm not sure what I'd do if I was. Thank you for your time. And carry on. Who are you? My name is Sabbath. Sabbath Hellborn. Who are you? Right. And kind of, uh, Sabbath kind of turns to carry on toward the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> so as you go towards the, the cemetery, uh, are you going to head anywhere in particular inside the cemetery? Uh, if I remember how to get there to Amity's uh, grave. Okay. So you, you get to Amity's grave and you see Amity is standing there um, as you 
remember her, which is as your grandmother. Um, and she's just kind of sitting in a chair and she's shuffling a deck of cards. She looks up at you and she's like, hello, dear. What are you doing here? Oh, Grandma, thank goodness it's you. I don't know what's happening. And Sabbath is like very close to tears. Every time I turn around, there's these people and they can't speak and they can't help me and I can't find grandmother. Dear, you, I need you to look at me straight in the eyes. And as you're going to, are you going to look at her in the eyes? Yes. As you look into her eyes, they start to glow yellow. She's like, you are not home. You are currently in the spirit world. A world between the living and the dead. How did I get here? Am I dying? No, you're special, Sabbath. And I, f- I, I fear that this might be my fault. I don't know what any of this means, Grandma. I had a dream. I don't know where I am. What do you mean this is your fault? Long ago, your grandmother, Ori, was possessed by a demon. And while she was possessed, I died. I won't go into the details there. Eventually, your grandmother was able to bring me back. But I fear that I may have brought more than just my myself along. I, I didn't know how long it might take, but I always feared that someone down the line might be able to communicate with people like me spirits possibly bend them to their will or listen to them help them find peace you see when when someone dies their, their spirit doesn't always go where it's intended. Sometimes there's unfinished business. Sometimes the soul just is too stubborn to leave. And that's what this is. This is, this is your world just beyond what you're what most people are able to see. We're still here. Um, We can still do some things, but uh, you have to be very special in order to be able to see or talk to us. But that's not the the only thing. Um, I need you to turn around and look at the sky. Sabbath just slowly turns and tilts their head up towards the sky. So as you turn around, you just, you, you feel Amity put her deck of cards in your, in your hand. and She says, I'll always be with you. And as you turn around, you see a dark form in the sky 
And as lightning strikes within a cloud, you see the demon-looking thing from your dream earlier that night. Born of a thousand whispers, I rule this realm. This realm between realms, and I shall enact my wrath. I have found you, Elborns. Vengeance shall be mine. And again, I shall walk amongst the living and the dead as their queen. And with that, you wake back up and you are back in bed. Do I have the deck of cards? You look in your hand, and yes, you do have a deck of cards in your hand. Is this a regular deck of cards, or like, is it? This is a a deck of uh, tarot cards. All right. Uh, Is it nighttime still, or is it daytime? It's it's daytime now. Okay. I would like to go find Ori. As you leave your room, you you go out, you find her desk, and she's just sitting there uh, going through papers. Grandmother? Yes. Yes, dear. I saw something awful last night. Are you all right? I had a dream. At least I think it was a dream. I'm not sure. There was this, this, this thing this demon and she wanted me to do something in the spirit world and grandma was there and she gave me these and they hold up the deck of cards i see ghosts grandmother i you were just having a dream dear and i see you found your grandmother's uh, cards that's that's good i i think she would have wanted you to have them but I, you were just having a dream. No, you don't understand. She put them in my hands, Grandmother. I went to the cemetery. There was a man with no jaw. I don't know what to do. The thing that I saw, it said that it had something to do with us being hellborns. That she was coming for us and would have her vengeance. What have you done? I don't understand. As you, as you say this, you see the color leave Ori's face which is hard considering she has a very deep red face they said hellborn and they said vengeance did they say anything else uh and sabbath just kind of like looks around frantically trying to remember um they said they said that they would walk amongst the dead and the living as their queen They were in the sky and in my dreams. They said that I can't hide forever. Is there anything else that they said? And you you see that she's holding a brass skull in her hand that's on her desk like a paperweight. And she's holding it with a death grip. Did she say anything else? I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember Grandma said that, said that I was special. She was there too. She gave me the cards. She said I was special and told me to look at the sky. And that is what I saw. I don't understand any of this, grandmother. 
And you just see she she comes. She's like, what did the demon look like? She had these horns, these horrible, horrible horns. And there were sigils carved into her skin, I think. And she was, oh, she was awful, grandmother. She was awful. Did she say that she was born of a thousand whispers? Yes, something like that, I think. And as 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 you confirm that, you just see the the bronze skull shatters in Ori's hand. Sabbath just kind of jumps. What on earth is going on? You need to come with me. Where are we going? You're going on the adventure. You're you're leaving with the group. It's the only way to keep you safe. What do you mean, keep me safe? I mean, that thing, if it's coming back here, it's going to come back for me, and I'm not letting it get to you. I can't let you just do it alone. I need you to do this for me. And she takes you to her room, and she opens up a box and takes a chain with a small blue crystal on it. And she tells you to put this on your, on your horn. What is it? It was a gift that your grandmother gave me a long, long time ago. It should block you from that demon's vision, at least for long enough for me to find a way to put it out for good. And Sabbath just kind of looks at Ori for a really long moment. I have a horrible feeling that there is something final about this. I'll always be with you, dear. This is not the last time that we shall meet. I promise. Sabbath just nods once. Very, very sad, but nodding. I need you to get a pack ready. They'll be leaving tonight. I will. And that's where we're going to end it. Oh, man. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Grin and Griffin Presents The Witch Hunter Wars. If you liked what you heard and would like to keep up to date on the podcast, you can follow us on Facebook at Grin and Griffin. And if you'd like to support us and get access to tons of upcoming side quests, behind-the-scenes features, and even supplementary content, you can find us at patreon.com slash Grin and Griffin. Thank you so much for your support of making The Witch Hunter Wars success. And we will see you next week.